Time for my favorite show. We got a great show for you today. Silberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, 709. I'm Paul Silberto. Jonathan Charles Fox. There you go. What do you want? Oh, never mind. Anyway, I just want to make sure you were here. I'm not here. Okay, fine. Uh, is Gidget here? Uh, well, thank goodness. Yeah. She's okay, here. good. She's going to make sure. She's that dog named Gidget. She's here. Yesterday, he was he was nothing but a driver. Today, he's here. Pastor Seth Switzer, Restoration Church. <laughs> Welcome back again. Hey, good morning. I already see the show hasn't started. already muted John Charles Fox. So. <laughs> you notice that? Yeah, I yeah. that already. Well, I did what you told me. I'm trying anyway. You know, I, I can hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize <laughs> I'm in that. the room. I didn't realize that. Pastor Seth, Restoration Church, glad you're here this morning and very excited. Uh, very happy to welcome. Uh, she is now uh, Reverend at St. John's Episcopal Church in Monticello. It's Reverend Dr. Meg Stapleton-Smith. Good morning. Good to see you. Is that too many names for you? Yes. <laughs> well, yes, it is. It is I so was, good to be I here. had enough trouble with Jonathan Charles Fox, you know? <laughs> so... It's so good to be with you all. Well, it's good to be with, uh, good to have you here this morning. And uh, again, coming up this morning, it's going to be an, an interesting morning because uh, we're going to be, of course, we have our River Reporter update coming up again. And uh, Jonathan, that's when he gets to talk about he. I, I'd rather not. Also, Jamie Schmeiser, President and CEO, Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce, joins us. Our weekly update, Cause from Borderwater Outfitters, our Catskills News Talk, Fishing and River Report, and... Franklin Trapp going to be joining us, going to be talking about narrators for the Rocky Horror Show in the Tavern. What is there to say? Well, we'll You're find out. You're doing it. We get it. You're doing we will, it. No, we will find out when Franklin joins us this morning. I don't even like him. Well, I don't like I don't like him either, but that, I mean, <laughs> it's in his contract that, you know. I guess it's in mine that I have to speak with him, right? Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, right. unfortunately well, it is. Nothing so. else. I'm a professional. And I'm um, going to give you a chance to win a pair of general admission tickets to the Big Sip. It's back at Bethelwood Center for the I Arts. I heard. And uh, not now, not now. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you when. Am I eligible? Uh, no. Okay, I'll tell you when it's your chance to call in and win tickets to the Big Sip again. Back at Bethelwood, go to BethelwoodCenter.org for more information on the Big Sip. See, I told you there is uh, there is a lot going on this morning here on Silberto and Friends, and I'm happy that you're here. Uh, first of all, Pastor Seth, again, thank you for being back. Thank you again for yesterday for bringing Genevieve in our. Very special guest weather person. I did a, do appreciate that. Oh, for sure. And so, I, 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 if I didn't bring her in, it would be bad. So you know, well, she, she loves coming in here. So. Well, again, was we were thrilled to have her. We're going to talk about Restoration Church. But first of all, again, welcome Reverend Meg. It's so good to have you here this morning. Thank you so much. So good to be here. And it's so good to have you uh, now at the helm for St. John's Episcopal Church in Monticello. And you know, I thought that you and Pastor Seth together. Um, and we're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get a chance to meet and hear more about Pastor Seth and Restoration Church and really their work in the community. Uh, and you two together, I think, can do quite a bit for the community here throughout Sullivan County, the community here in Monticello. And uh, I'm gonna ask you what Jonathan had asked you uh, a bit earlier. Uh, you know, let's let's start from the beginning. Where you're from? Tell our tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what brought you here to uh, to Monticello. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was born and raised in White Plains, New York, so not terribly far away. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so spent most of my you know childhood there. My undergraduate degree was in Boston. I went to Boston College. And then I taught high school. So I was director of campus ministry at a Roman Catholic high school, actually, in Lawrence, Massachusetts, all the way up north near the border of New Hampshire. So I spent some time there before going to get my master's degree in ethics, which was at Yale. Um, and that is actually where I met my wife, was at Yale, the mm -hmm. two of us met. Um, she is also an Episcopal priest. And so then we stayed in, the, in Connecticut for a while. So after we finished our master's degrees, we moved for one of her jobs. And I started my PhD in theological and social ethics at Fordham University in the Bronx. Stayed there for, for about six years um, to finish the just incredibly... <laughs> I've, I've just been in school for too long. I think that's no, I, the story that you're... But, that hold, you're hold on a second. Let me interrupt for one second. Yes. Let me, and you, you used the word a couple times. Jonathan, yes. ethics. <laughs> Look it up if you get a chance. Okay, so anyway... <laughs> he's, he's dumbfounded right now. He's <laughs> blank staring his face. Yeah, I mean, it would have been okay yesterday when he learned that Pastor Seth spent some time in Toronto, Canada... And we also found out that their bagels are inferior. But it's, now it's, really it's actually confusing. Montreal. Montreal, yeah, I'm sorry. Totally different from okay, Toronto. Fine. <laughs> anyway, so, sorry, Reverend Meg, continue on. I think the, wow, person, man. The, the person who was the most interested when I said ethics, I think, is Gidget. So. Yeah. Well, she's she's fresh. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets to learn about all of these things, and not from me. I'm, I'm not a great influencer. <laughs> So we stayed a bit in uh, in Connecticut, um, you know, living at the church that was that was her job. Mm -hmm. And then we, you know, I finished my Ph.D. and we actually moved up here for for her work. Um, so we moved to, to Stone Ridge. She's the priest in Stone Ridge. And um, and then that, you know, led me to a discernment period. I, I got a full time job teaching back at Fordham University where I had my Ph.D. So I was commuting last last year. So I know. Like the podcast game. I mean, I was, it was that's like two and a half hours in traffic yeah. one way. That oh, was no boy. joke. Um, and I just really decided that you know I thought that God was calling me to more full time ministry to be to be locally rooted in community. Yeah. Um, and so even though I live about you know forty five minutes away, I'm so I'm, I'm the priest in charge at St John's mm -hmm. in, in Monticello. That's a half time job. My other church is St John's in Ellenville, so I'm also the priest there. Wow. Um, and so I just sort of, you know, we just sort of like span the span the corridor yeah. a little bit. Um, and so that's a little bit of what brought me here was really, you know, saying, I mean, I love teaching so much and, and academic work and that's all good. But um, I just really decided, you know, I think that this is what God is calling me to do. And I complain about a seven minute commute. Exactly. Exactly. I was thinking the that's same interesting. thing. Yeah, no. It's not going to stop me. Well, true. Good point. <laughs> nothing, nothing will stop you no. from complaining. No. We are we are thrilled that you're here as, as really at St. John's Episcopal Church in Monticello. And like I said, I was so excited about you and Pastor Seth getting a chance to meet. And Pastor Seth has has done so much for the community with members of Restoration Church, but also has been there. And, you know, helping out at the food pantry at St. John's Episcopal Church and he's so many okay. other things he's that right. go on. Yeah. So, Dressed so, inappropriately. He did, well, he's got on his his buffalo plaid because he's sucking up to you. He but broke the rules. He's early. Apparently, I, can't, I have to wait to act Admonished. October 1st to wear yes. my buffalo plaid. So. What? I didn't know that was the rule. It did is you know a, rule. That was a rule. I did not know. And, I didn't either. Pastor Seth should have checked in with me. I appreciate the effort. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate wow. the effort. I know white yeah. after Labor Day is yeah. the no-no, well, but I didn't know is... Buffalo Plaid before October 1st. Well, so, right. hey, learn something new every... Corduroy. Yeah, right. Is this allowed? 
I like corduroy. Okay. Well, uh, it's the first day of fall, so corduroy is allowed. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. So yeah. I pass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Reverend Meg, <laughs> we're only 60 minutes in already. I have to say to you, I apologize. <laughs> it is 716. Jonathan Charles Fox has Catskills News Talk 925-949 weather. Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9 weather. Partly sunny today with a high of 62. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Chance of rain, low 49. Tomorrow, cloudy with rain, high 56. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy. Chance of showers, low 51. Saturday, partly sunny with a chance of showers and a high of 66. Sunday, sunny, high 72. Presently in Sullivan and the Catskills, it's mostly cloudy and 46. Currently, fourth with fourth with what's what's the shakespearean <laughs> tone here i think that means instantaneously Silberto uh, <laughs> and friends oh, no, calm down what's with the attitude i appreciate a little less attitude weekday mornings on catskills news talk 92.5 and 94.9 good morning 721 i'm paul Silberto, jonathan charles fox what that dog named gidget pastor seth Good morning. Restoration Church in Monticello. Reverend Meg is here from St. John's Episcopal Church I'm in Monticello. I'm so sorry. So, so sorry. <laughs> I'm learning. She has no idea <laughs> yeah. what she's walked herself into. Not yeah. really. You A should. bunch of comedians so far. You, you should apologize, Jonathan. <laughs> I know. And now it is time to find out what's happening with the Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce. President, CEO, Jamie Schmeiser. Good morning, Jamie. How are you? Good morning, good morning. <laughs> okay, well, that's easier for you to say. If you're not here. It is morning. I'll give yeah. you that. <laughs> good to talk to you as always. So what's happening with the Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce? Well, again, what isn't happening with the Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce? We've been busy, busy, busy. Things haven't slowed down one bit since the summer and uh, moving on to the fall. Um you know, we work with businesses and we advocate for businesses and we help businesses do their business better. And uh, one of the issues that we've been experiencing, like the rest of the country, is uh, trouble finding uh, workers uh, to work in our various businesses. So one of the ways that we're trying to help alleviate that problem is working with the Sullivan County Youth Bureau. Um, They are conducting a class that starts October 3rd, I believe, uh, with high school students, starting with St. John's uh, uh, Monticello School, uh, to teach uh, young adults and young uh, kids in high school the soft skills, uh, customer service, and um, how to be a good employee and that sort of thing. And they are looking for internship uh, opportunities, excuse me, (coughs) Uh, internship opportunities so that uh, young kids could get the experience on the job market and to help our businesses out with their employee needs and uh, to learn about all the great opportunities in our county. We are an amazing county. We have so many uh, different uh, careers to be had here and so many different um, opportunities. I keep saying the word opportunity, but it's the best word to use uh, for for our young people here in the county to stay, uh, to stay, work, and play here. So uh, next Wednesday at 1 o'clock at the Ethelbert 
uh, library in Monticello. We are having an informational meeting. And if you have a business, you don't have to be a part of the chamber, but if you have a business and would like to become a, a, a place where an internship uh, could happen. Uh, we would love to hear from you and we invite you to attend. Uh, that's at one o'clock at the Ethelbert uh, Library in Monticello. And then on, of course, Friday, uh, we have our first Friday breakfast, which is an opportunity for our businesses to network and meet other businesses in the county and find out what's happening uh, and stay on top of uh, the latest issues in the county and 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 help your business grow. Well, you know, Jamie, so, we uh, we were talking with Ray Pucci yesterday, Delaware County Chamber of Commerce, and Ray many times refers to these networking events that you have, and you talk about the first Friday breakfast coming up, and you talk about the other event that's uh, that you mentioned coming up on the third. And as we said to Ray yesterday, this is a perfect example of why, if you have a small business, you should be part of a chamber of commerce. There's these learning experiences, there's these networking experiences, all to get business owners, business leaders together to work for their business. And again, it'd be a great time now to become a member of the Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce and again to be part of these great programs that you talk about. Jamie, our listeners and uh, you know, b- business owners, new businesses that are now new to the area uh, can simply go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com, click on the click list, and then click on the logo for the Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce and take part in all these great events coming up. So uh, I'm glad you uh, you mentioned what's on the way, and we'll do this update again next week, all right? Sounds terrific. Thank you so much. All right. Jamie Schmeiser, President and CEO, Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce. Again, check it out, CatskillsNewsTalk.com, the click list. Click on the logo for Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I wanted to uh, tell Jamie Schmeiser that we've created a new drinking game, and every time she says the word business, we have to take a shot. But <laughs> you, that comes from I'm a, a non, little drunk. Comes from a non-drinker at 7:27 now. Silberto and friends. Let's party. Do we proceed? Yes. Here we go. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. And 7.32 now, 28 till 8. Catskills News coming up at 8. Catskills News headlines. Here's Mike Sakel. The Sullivan County Board of Elections has made available Sullivan County election ballots for all towns. Early voting at the Sullivan County Government Center in Monticello and Sullivan County Public Health Services in Liberty begins October 28th. Polls will be open in all towns and villages. Election day, November 7th, from 6 till 9 p.m. You can get to the Board of Elections on the county website through the click list at WSUL, WVOSFM, Thunder 102, and CatskillsNewsTalk.com. And an Ellenville man indicted by an Ulster County Grand Jury on Tuesday for attempted murder, assault, and strangulation in connection with a domestic incident in the village of Ellenville on September 20th. 35-year-old Jordan Cutler alleged to have choked his mother, then cut her neck with a kitchen knife. When Ellenville police arrived, it's reported that he told them that he tried to kill his mother. Cutler arraigned remanded to Ulster County Jail without bail. That's what's happening. I'm Mike Sakel, Catskills News. Catskills is coming up at 8 on Catskills News Talk, 92.5, Good morning, Silberto and friends. I'm Paul Silberto. Charles, Jonathan Charles Fox is here. <laughs> Honest to goodness. Pastor Seth Switzer. 
Restoration Church in Monticello. And Reverend Dr. Meg Stapleton Smith is here, St. John's Episcopal Church in Monticello. Great Say that, that three you're times both here fast. today. Uh, I can't, <laughs> but I'm happy that you're uh, both here today. Um, again, we got a little bit of background on, uh, on Reverend Meg. And oh, it's time now, as it usually is what? at this time. Time now to are there head fish involved? To, to head. Yes, there are fish involved. Cool. We want to head to the Catskills News Talk line now. Our Catskills News Talk, 92.5-94.9 Fishing and River Report. It's being brought to you by Kenko Outfitters, an authorized Orvis dealer for fishing, camping, hiking, and boating. We're 28 in Kingston or online at KenkoOutfitters.com. You don't know my name. From Borderwater Outfitters. <laughs> it's cause. Well, he goes he goes through life with the name Cause. How do you think how do you expect him to learn somebody who's got three names? You know what I, I mean? I, well, apparently I shouldn't. I didn't know that there was gonna be a test, but I'm just telling you he seems to know my name when we're on the air. He must have it in front of him printed on a piece of paper. Cause, or how are you, buddy? Not too bad. Good thing the reverend's there because yeah. you, uh, Charles, Charles needs some help. <laughs> wow. Paul had to get two of us out yeah, here. They're, for sure. yeah, they're, they're tag teaming today. That sounds like I a think children's and, book. And Reverend Meg. Yeah. Charles needs some help. <laughs> I'll buy some of my pastor friends next time as well. We'll just fill this room up here. There we go. Yeah, well, Kaz, um, we've got, again, some interesting weather conditions. We do have some more rain coming in, some heavier rain, and then... In the weekend, things are actually going to be warming up again. How are the conditions when it comes to the Upper Delaware River system? Well, not much has changed uh, since Tuesday, Paul. But Mm -hmm. uh, other than the Upper East Branch and the Big East Branch have dropped considerably. Okay. Uh, I believe when last we spoke on Tuesday, the Upper East was like 380 cubic feet per second. Now it's around 240. Uh, So it's very weightable. Uh, good conditions. Water temperatures are great. The Big East Branch went from 1,400 down to 900, and that's a little low to float, but you can get through. You'll scratch a little bit. But the the big news is the main branch is starting to really turn on as far as bug activity and also fish activity. Uh, A few of us were out on the river yesterday, and uh, from 2 o'clock until 4.30, the main branch was on fire. Uh, blooming olives, isonychias, uh, the rainbows were just real, real active. You know, right now what's going on is uh, we're getting close to the brown trout spawning that, that takes place in the fall of the year. And what you have is, uh, you know, you have the rainbows that are getting set and getting ready to, once the, uh, the brown spawn and they get the eggs on the nests, the rainbows really try to get there and eat up those eggs Hmm. and you know it's just a circle of life so a lot of times in the fall of the year you'll use an egg pattern you know basically a little orange or or, uh, reddish orange yarn ball you know that we tie and uh, same the same actual flies that we use for steelhead up on the Lake Erie tributaries uh, this time of the year so so it's all getting good the main is really turning on and I'm not surprised because we're getting consistent water temperatures down there the west branch is way too cold uh believe it or not you know in the spring yeah. we're looking for warmer weather right you know, water yep and uh, it's too cold and it's just uh nothing's going on up there um, i'm sure it's going to change for the better but uh, yeah. so yeah. so what you're saying is the water's too jumna 
But uh, water is definitely too jumna. There you go. And <sighs> you guys in your secret language. I don't think the either. Well, yeah, yeah. If you, you might have to wear your gubagachis if it gets any colder. I thought that was something uh, you eat. I, yes. Uh, no. We had frost. We had frost this morning up on really? the mountain. Really? Yeah. yeah, we had wow. frost here, too. Thank you, Kaz. Okay. Is, is that from you? We had frost right here in Bethel, New York. Anyway, all right, Kaz, how can our listeners get a hold of you at Border Water Outfitters? Because there is some uh, still some time uh, to get out and make a reservation to do a, a beautiful scenic float on the Delaware yeah. River. Looking right nice. now, the leaves are really starting to change. So yeah. we're going to have an early color this year. Yeah. Rather than, you know, normally we're into like October 7th, 10th, 12th. So they're changing now. Uh, they can reach me on my cell phone at 607-760-2270 or email bwo at hancock.net. All right, Kaz, we'll catch up on Tuesday. Have a great weekend, all right? Yep. All Guys, right. take care. Kaz, Border Water Outfitters. Uh, What's my name? I th- <laughs> Chucky. And I think he's... He's wearing his gubagachis this morning. If you say so. Why he's wearing food, I can't imagine. No, no. Gubagachis are long underwear. Uh, you know what? I I really I enjoy everything that Kaz does and all the information that he gives us. But he always comes up with, I guess they're bug names, and I always think of them as band names. Every week I write one down. Blooming Olives. Blooming Olives <laughs> yes. sounds like a great band name to me. There you go. All right, we had a chance to catch up a little bit with uh, Reverend Meg on her background again here at St. John's Episcopal Church now. She keeps shooting um, dirty looks at me. Well, that means that's that is why we appreciate her so much. She already uh, knows. Uh, Pastor Seth she Switzer, already knows. Restoration Church, um, and uh, River Meg. It's cool because over the years, Restoration Church, um, they've got. I'm going to use the term programs. All right, Pastor Seth, for lack of a better term, um, serving Sullivan. Um, also, the Pay It Forward program that we had talked about. Talk just a little bit about those two programs because you talk about getting into and helping the community. That's what they were. That's what they're there for. Yeah, it's always been a heart of ours since we've been here to really do get involved in community. And so along the way, various things that we've done. But one uh, a couple of years ago, I came this idea of just the Pay It Forward, and you know, just the idea of Pay It Forward for someone you go to Starbucks or Dunkins or whatever, and someone pays for the person behind you, and it kind of create that chain. Well, um, we believe that's the biblical mentality of, you know, taking care of those around you and, and loving those. And so uh, we just kind of outside of just doing it, you know, um, here and there, just trying to a culture of pay it forward. And we do have certain like summers we go pay it forward summer and the idea of intentionally giving to someone. Uh, it doesn't have to be finances. That is part of it. But serving or, you know, taking care of someone or even just going out of the way and just being polite. That's, you know. Why I, are you looking at me? Going our way, Jonathan and Charles Fox. Well, just yeah. be polite. You know, yeah. just, uh, pay, just you never know polite. what people are facing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I meant you do it so well. If yeah. we could be more like you. Is that what you that, meant? That's where I was going with that. They've yeah. got a, a brand yes. new church opening <laughs> yes. up, too. Um, yeah. So that's the idea behind that. Yeah. And wow. Then, yeah. And then we have the serving solvent, which is we're really still on the on the beginnings of creating nonprofits and churches, uh, connecting with amazing people who are, are throughout Sullivan County and uh, teaming up to serve. And so mm-hmm. those, we have people who want to serve, don't know where to serve. We have a lot of nonprofits and churches who need people to serve and to connecting the two. It's at servingsullivan.com. Yeah. But yeah, we've got a new building um, opening up, which we are excited about as well. Yeah, this is this is great. And then uh, are, are you able to give the official date? Oh, I can. Yes, okay. for sure. So uh, yeah, we got the work pretty much done been there like 16 hours every single day this week so far um but uh we're having our soft opening this sunday um mm-hmm. which you're more welcome to come to but we're really encouraging everyone to come october 22nd that's our grand opening 
Jamie uh, in um, Sullivan County Chamber is going to be there. We're going to do ribbon cutting. And uh, this is a big deal. We've, um, you know, we actually, throughout the pandemic, um, you know, where a lot of churches were closing their doors, we were in the process of buying our very first building and renovating mm-hmm. and raising. And God just doing some incredible things. And um, we just love being here in Sullivan. And Monticello is just the beginning for us. We, we feel like there's a lot of solvent and a lot of different places that we'd like to be and be part of and yep. be just part of active in the community. So, and, and when you say you're encouraging everyone, yes, even you, even, Jonathan. even are you, get just definitely invited. Yes. Yeah. You know, but you have to drive her, you know, so, so. do I have to say in the parking lot or <laughs> yes, we, we'll get Please. you a good spot in the parking lot. How's that? Yes. <laughs> Forever yes. Make your so you can at least you get, hear you from the, a, out, yes. a good example of really what's available as far as reaching out to the community when it comes to working together with somebody like a pastor Seth and really all the activity in, in restoration church. And I know the, you know, really the, the, the breaths of fresh air that you bring as far as wanting to serve and wanting to reach out. And that's why, you know, and I think this is going to be another show sometime down the road, but I think we're going to get together. Maybe we'll touch on it a little bit this morning, but I want to touch on food pantries and the need. And really that itself is definitely a show in itself that we'll do in the future but again and we talked a little bit about that yesterday pastor seth so uh we're going to continue on this morning here on Silberto and friends it is 7 42 now good morning Silberto and friends we think this is a dream ticket weekday mornings on catskills news talk 92.5 and 94.9 it's 7 46 now good morning i'm paul Silberto, jonathan charles fox that dog named gidget Pastor Seth Switzer, Restoration Church in Monticello, and uh, Reverend Dr. Meg Stapleton-Smith, St. John's Episcopal Church here in Monticello. Well, it's that time now. What time? Time, something we've been doing for like the past, I think, 76, 77 years. What would that be? At this time, every Thursday morning. Time now where he gets to talk about him. I I don't know what you're talking about. Is that all the time, I thought? Well, it's, it is all the time, but this is kind of like a specific time. Where Official. Kind of designated, and you know, he gets to talk about he. Of course, I'm talking about Jonathan Charles Fox and the River Reporter Update. And like I say, the River Reporter is award-winning the update. Men's amends. I'm going to start adding things like the, the unholy, you know, much spoken of. I'm, try, I'm trying to keep up with uh, 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 everybody else here with all their grand titles. Uh, let, me, let me give you a better introduction. <laughs> Time now for our River Reporter update. Hit it, Charles! Oh, yeah. Don't get <laughs> oh, me gosh. started. I, I got a bone to pick with, with cause. We're going to have to deal with that a little bit later. Meanwhile, we should be talking about the award-winning River Reporter, of course, and I'm sure that... Uh, 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 Pastor Seth has already picked up his copy and read my column this morning. I know it's the on first the, thing on the way here. Right? Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. It's the first thing you do on Thursday morning. You do a kind of a, a voice text kind of a thing. Most people do. Uh, so then, of course, he undoubtedly knows what I wrote about this week. But I'm not going to quiz him. Well, I, it's so good. I want you to be the one to actually say it. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. Yes, I don't think I could do it justice. No, yeah, you, you definitely yeah. could not. Yeah. Uh, but uh, believe it or not, Paul Silberto, I yes. know you're going to have a hard time. Any of you are going to have a hard time believing this. And and uh, 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 we have a new guest in studio. And we don't know each other very well. And she probably has already gotten a... 
uh, wind of how things go down here, but I got, there was a little bit of complaining. And she my got a column. window right or something. A little <laughs> bit. Of, I'm getting the flow yeah. a little bit. My, I think I'm getting my it. My column. And a this little bit of complaining. What did you cut back this, this time? There's a, a little <laughs> bit of complaining on my page. I have to say, and that's because we had the ninth annual Honeybee Festival in Narrowsburg, New York, yep. and it was raining, and I didn't want to go, probably because I didn't want to melt. You know what happens if water touches my skin. Uh, it sizzles, uh, and so I kind of I have seen Wizard out. of Oz. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes, right, exactly. <laughs> I I lashed out at a bunch of people. Uh, no, I did, I did, no, uh, I did, and uh, including my boss. And it, oddly enough, it it wasn't well met, it wasn't appreciated. I made it very clear that my thoughts were not meant to be appreciated. So what you're saying is this was just like a normal day, kind of an okay. average day. Yeah. All right. So and what I am saying though is I, I am a professional. Most of you would would challenge that. But I pulled my act together. I threw my dog in the truck. Uh, I hauled myself to Narrowsburg in the rain, helped everybody set up a booth in the rain, had my umbrella. My biggest concern, obviously, was in the rain. In the rain. I wasn't as concerned about melting as I was about my camera equipment, which costs more than, you know, a year's rent. In the rain. In the rain. So I moaned, I whined, I complained. And then I did my thing. I flipped on that switch. You know that's what I do. You know that, Pastor Seth. Regardless of how I feel about something, including you, when I walk into the room, I flip on that switch and I pretend everything is good. I said, you, you are a good actor. Thank yes. you very much. I, that's what I studied in college, and I have to call upon that every once in a while. Wow. So I wrote all about the Honey Bee Festival. What I did do was take a lot of pictures to prove to everybody it was raining. So I took a bunch of pictures. You can see them all, of course, on our Facebook page. And by all means, pick up a copy of the award winning River Reporter, which is on newsstands now and online, of course. And if you're not a subscriber, I recommend you give Roger a call at 845-252-7414, extension 130. But but he's not there right now. He's not there. But he'll call you back. He's really, really so much better at it than I am. Sure. And, uh, you, of course, you can always go to RiverReporter.com and click subscribe. And by all means, I would recommend that you like us on Facebook and follow us on social media. There's only one hard, steadfast rule. What is it, Paul Silberto? Don't follow Jonathan Charles Fox home. Oh, my gosh. Do us all a favor. We're the River Reporter. We've got you covered. Birthday shout-outs now on Catskills News Talk, 92.5, 94.9. Okay. Uh, first of all, a happy birthday. Are you ready? No. David Rosenberg celebrating his birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to David Rosenberg. Now, this at this time, every Thursday becomes Six Degrees of Jonathan. Why? These are celebrities who Jonathan has either starred with okay. in uh, TV shows or movies. Yeah. Celebrities that Jonathan is either friends with or... Or more likely. More than likely... Celebrities who have restraining orders against Jonathan. I resemble that remark. Six degrees of Jonathan. <laughs> Happy birthday to... And by the way, hold on one second. One. This is where you I'm, guess. I'm saying maybe one. Wow. Maybe one. That's sad. Bridget Bardot is 89. I gotta say, I was shocked to find out she was alive. Yeah. That's okay. I had no idea. Would I take that God as a bless. no? That's a no. Okay. We, we don't know each other. But when I was 13, I really wanted to know Bridget Berto. Let me tell you. How about Jeffrey Jones? He, he was uh, Edward R. Rooney in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's 77. Oh, well, so that would be like 11 degrees of separation. That doesn't count. I, I, okay. Six. Oh, it's only okay. six. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, Janine Garofalo is 59. I wish we knew each other. We don't. Well, what? Just because we're both Jews? Okay. How about... I mean, 
Mara we don't Sa- all know each other. Mira Servino is 56. No, I don't know Mira Servino. Naomi Watts is 56. No. Um, okay. Bam Margera is 44. Well, at least you pronounced it right. No. Okay. I got nothing. This is the, the one I thought <clears throat> possible. No, you're usually wrong. Hillary Duff is 36. And why did you think that was possible? I don't know. It was just a wild card. Yeah, no. Really? Yes, really. Okay. Uh, college admission scandal celebrity Olivia Jade is 23. No. And wow. We're going to go for a, a zero on this one today. I'm surprised. Yeah. How about uh, Frankie Jonas? They call him the bonus Jonas. He's 23. I didn't even know he existed. Let's see what I mean. Wow. We don't know each other. So there were none. Big zip. Is that a first? I don't know. You're the one that's supposed to keep track. Well, David Rosenberg counts. Uh, well, yeah, he's not a celebrity, is he? I've got a birthday, got a celebration. Whether or not you uh, have any degrees of separation from Jonathan, get your info to us. We'll get it on for you at Catskills News Talk 925 949. Go to Click shout out. Silberto and Friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, 7.57. Now it's 3 till 8. I'm Paul Silberto. Jonathan Charles Fox is here. That dog named Gidget. Yeah, she's here. Reverend Dr. Meg Stapleton-Smith is here. Say that three times fast. St. John's Episcopal Church in Monticello. Pastor Seth Switzer is here from Restoration Church and... uh, we are happy that you are here on this Thursday morning, and uh, I'm excited again this year. The narrator for the Rocky Horror Show in the Tavern. Again, these shows sell out every year, so if you don't get your ticket soon, they're going to be gone. You know what? People you know, Every year, people say to me, is that true, or are you just saying that? No, it's, it's true. true. It sells it out true. every single time. Now, I'm honored. I will be there on October 6th, October 7th, Yeah. October 13th. Yeah. October 27th. That's a lot. And October 28th. Well, so you left out a couple dates. Yes. October 14th. No. I will not be there. I, who will? Do you the know? narrator that night will be none other than Marty Rutberg Marty from Rutberg Breslow. He's a natural. Injury law. He is. He is a natural. Gonna That's going to be exciting. Fantastic. Yep. Then, if you noticed, I also won't be there on October 20th or 21st. It's an all-about-Eve kind of a night. Yes. The narrator for October 20th and 21st. I can't for wait. For the Rocky Horror Show. Who? In the Tavern. Yes. At Forsberg Playhouse. Uh-huh. Jonathan Charles Fox. Oh, boy. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. <laughs> this is going to be so cool this year. You're looking forward to it? Of course I'm looking okay. forward to it. But that uh, means I have to, like, open the script, memorize lines, I think show up. Help. I have to yeah. do all of those things. Marty Rutberg is all excited. So Marty Rutberg, Marty. the narrator on October 14th, which I'll, is a I'll Saturday. I'll be there for that, yeah. Jonathan Charles Fox on October 20th and 21st. Yeah, get your tickets now. I will be there to see you guys. I'm so excited, yes. Really looking forward well, to that. it's going to be interesting. Yes, That's for sure. Is. As usual, uh, uh, producer uh, extraordinaire Franklin Trapp asked me. I said no. He asked me again. I said no. He asked me again. I said no. And now I'm doing it. Yep. Now, again, go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. The, uh, the click list. 
Click on the logo for the Forestburg Playhouse. I would suggest you get your tickets now. My shows Some are probably already sold Some of the Saturday shows out. are already sold yeah, out. Probably I'm not that old, I, Well, I'm not sure yet. But well, now people are hearing about it. That's so, right. Yeah. So check it out. Coming up next hour, more from uh, Reverend Meg and Pastor Seth Switzer. Also, we will speak with Jill Hubert-Simon, Deputy Director, Sullivan County Public Health, our weekly update. Hudson Cooper joins us and the professor... Jamie Lazarus, our bold gold digital download. Now it's time for America's favorite daytime fun show. You got to get on out and shake it. Silberto and friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 808. I'm Paul Silberto. Jonathan Charles Fox. I'm a little disappointed. I didn't want to point it out before. What are you listening to a little disappointed well, about? Well, you know, uh, Pastor Seth is always extremely well-groomed. I'm sure we're all aware of that. But I was hoping that his hair would be a little higher today. And it's it's kind of it's kind of subtle. He's today. talking about Pat- I'm, I'm due for a barbershop appointment. Is so that what it maybe is? Maybe as part of it, yes. Uh, you know, I mean, so there are times when I look at photographs and say, how how high can that hair go? Pastor Seth Switzer Restoration Well, I said on my license I was 6'2", but I'm only like six foot, so I'd make up with my hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I should try that. I could be maybe over 5'6". And uh, Reverend Dr. Meg Stapleton-Smith is here. It'll be the next time you're in that he'll start insulting you. Oh. You know, I what I did hear coming into the show was that people from my church told you to be nice to me. So I think that I'm just getting special treatment. Well, and this is it. This, yeah. this is me being nice. <laughs> Enjoy it while, you, while it lasts. Yeah, yeah. Well, you only get one shot. There's two people in, in particular. Um, Wendy Brown yeah. and Corinne Dunlop. Right. And Jonathan is listening to what they say. One, because he knows them well. Two, because he respects them. And three, because he's scared as crap at, uh, at them. So... <laughs> Scared as crap. That's a term you hear a lot. (laughs) Good Lord. If it's not written down, you don't know what to say, do you? I do, yes. Do you? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I I haven't mentioned that dog named Gidget is teething. Yes. And if you'll notice, she's biting the countertop even as we speak. (laughs) She is teething people. I don't recommend teething puppies to anybody, honestly. Oh, boy. We're going to talk more. um, I could, you know, Reverend Meg, a little bit more past. Seth, talk more about what's going on with um, Restoration Church. So we're happy that you're here on this uh, Thursday morning. State Senator Peter Robrocker will not be joining us this morning. That is not um, how you pronounce it. He's a little it. under the weather. Yes, yeah. it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. He's a little under the weather. I said, how are you doing? He said, <laughs> so he won't be joining us this morning. Well, so I get a break. Doesn't have a voice. Um, we will hear from Deputy Director Sullivan County Public Health. Jill Hubert-Simon will join us. The uh, professor... Jamie Lazarus, our bold gold digital download coming Great. up this morning. And right now, no, we're not going to talk about him again. I don't know why not. Right now. That sounds random. We are heading <laughs> to the Catskills News Talk line. And speaking of random. Do I know him? His, yes, you do. His column in tomorrow's Sullivan County Democrat is Random Thoughts. It is. It is the one and only Hudson Cooper. Good morning, Hudson. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Doing well. It's good to talk to you this morning. Hudson, they're ganging up on me over here. I could use a little help. Oh, boy. Well, I'll, I'll be here. You know, I helped you with these six degrees of Jonathan because I want to talk about two people on that list that I was friendly with. Okay. okay. I'm like, I'll be like Mariano Rivera. I'll clean up after you do the starting pitching. Okay. I appreciate that. Uh, 
I uh, played a stagehand in the movie Birdman. Yes. And I was in a scene with my Naomi Watts, whose birthday is today. Yep. Um, and then years later, a friend of mine was the biggest producer of the Broadway show, The Producers. And I went to the Tony Awards at Radio City and was lucky enough to sit at the private party afterwards with Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane. So happy birthday to Matthew. I, uh, was he on the list? Was, uh, zero degrees of separation between me and Matthew Broderick. But I want—I I need to say, Hudson. No, the director was. I thought, yeah. oh, well, so there, <clears throat> yeah. there, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. I, uh, I thought Hudson was going to say he dated Bridget Bardot. <laughs> Well, no, but I also, when I was in my teenage years, wish I met Bridget Bardot. And I think it's Brigitte, is it not? Bardot. Yeah. I don't know. My French is I pretty good. I think you're correct. Brigitte. Yeah. So we're speaking so, with... So my, co- my column tomorrow, speaking of Mariano Rivera, yeah. is about a teammate of his back in the day, Derek Jeter. Yep. And uh, if you read the column from beginning to end, you'll see I had a, I was with Jeter when he hit his 3,000 hit. And because I was at the stadium that day, I wound up being in his Gatorade tribute commercial <laughs> that um, was very special. It was Frank Sinatra singing New York, New York. It was a 90-second commercial that Gatorade did. And I had a moment with Jeter that was very special to me. Kind of jealous. At the, end of, at the end of the commercial, because of that, I got what's known as an upgrade. So, Jonathan, you know, you can explain what that is. All right. Do you explain? This is your moment. Yeah, well, when you when you're an actor and you're hired as background, which I was that day. Yeah. When you're when you're in a position to be acting with a principal and have dialogue with a principal, you get a contract, which means you get higher pay. That's and right. You get residuals whenever it is. That's right. And it's a big deal. And that's what my column is about how I wound up in that commercial. Wow, cool. I'm a big Jeter fan. I've always been yeah, a big Jeter here. fan. Captain that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. Right, we'll have to and check random. it out. Yeah, <laughs> tomorrow's random thoughts, Hudson Cooper. <laughs> You're back in studio in a couple of weeks as guest co-host. I'm looking forward to it. Likewise, so am I. Everybody have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks, Check Hudson. it out. Hudson and Derek Jeter. Right. You know it's going to be bad when Sitting people are going to be looking at the picture and saying, hey, who's that guy with Hudson Cooper? <laughs> I'm un- I'm unfortunately a Mets fan, and I'm really excited about that. That is art. unfortunate. It really, that truly it's a, it's is. A, it's a wait, hard wait, wait, life. Excuse me a second. You're what? I'm a New York Mets fan. Uh, folks, it was great to have. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Reverend Doctor Meg. We'll see Man, you. I should have waited here. until the it was going, about 45 minutes. It's going wow. so well. Have a great day. Oh my god. Been nice to see you. Well, but that makes one. Me a lot about. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> yeah, that is for sure. I bet. I am loyal. You now know that. Okay, good okay. to know. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, uh, Reverend uh, Meg, if we were to, and I'm going to put you on the spot here, if we yeah. were to ask you if there was one, let's say, a thought that you had or really ambition that you had stepping into um, uh, Monticello and St. John's Episcopal Church, Without really knowing the area, knowing a bit about it, but without really getting to know the area, what what would what would that really that that hope be? Yeah, I mean, one of the I'll, you know I'll be honest, I've been in and out of you know a couple of churches, especially because um, my wife is also a priest, and so I've had experience with several different Episcopal churches. I you know used to be in the Roman Catholic Church as well, and there's something really 
really unique about about St. John's here in Monticello, and that is how oriented they are to the community in a way that I don't, I didn't even know. You know, I mean, I just um, seeing that I think is more is more unique than than we you know than you see in a lot of mm-hmm. other churches. And so I think that my vision for it, um, I mean, St. John's has is an incredibly rich history, an incredibly rich history. And so I think that my hope, you know, or, or you know, aspiration moving forward is just to continue the, like, that we have a, a rich heritage that's driving us forward to become more involved in, in the community in a radical way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, community activism seems to be really a center of what we do as Christians at that yeah. church. Um, that's a very good point, and 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 again, I'm. I really, we're all so happy that you feel that way. I know, Pastor Seth, you're probably thrilled to hear that kind of an attitude, and you're really going to like this because I know you wanted to be there, but you were away on family vacation at the time. But um, the first night that we actually got to meet with Reverend Meg after the meeting, we all went over to the overdose awareness night nice. on the courthouse lawn, and uh, Reverend Meg got to meet everyone from our local officials, to those involved with Sullivan 180, to State Senator Peter Oberacher. So she had a chance to see what this community is all about when the community comes together. It's awesome. Yeah, that's a great first taste of, you know, that's what I love about Sullivan County. I think one of the things that stands out is there's so many people who are just truly love yeah. the community that they live in and the people that makes up this community. So, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so it was a good, I think it was a, a good start. And again, uh, I know I'm I'm thrilled to hear that that was your hope to really get to know and get out in the community and really to uh, to play on the, the heritage of what is and what we have here, you know, in Monticello with St. John's Episcopal Church. So we're going to chat more in a little bit. It's 816 now. Jonathan has Catskills News Talk, 92.5, Weather. Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9 weather. Partly sunny today with a high of 62. Tonight, mostly cloudy, chance of rain, low 49. Tomorrow, cloudy with rain and a high of 56. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, chance of showers, low 51. Saturday, partly sunny with a chance of showers and a high of 66. Sunday, sunny with a high of 72. Presently, in Sullivan and the Catskills, it's cloudy and 47. Here and now. Not bad. Yeah, what they said. I'm proud of him. Silberto and friends. Don't laugh. This is serious. <laughs> Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. Coming up at 820, I'm Paul Silberto. Jonathan Charles Fox from the award-winning River Reporter. That dog named Gidget is here. Pastor Seth Switzer, Restoration Church in Monticello. And uh, Reverend Dr. Meg Stapleton-Smith from St. John's Episcopal Church in Monticello on this Thursday morning, and uh, it's time now to talk nerdy. It's our bold gold digital download. The professor, Jamie Lazarus, our bold gold chief digital strategist. Good morning, professor. Good morning, y'all. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm feeling blessed this morning. we got all this clergy here with us. It's very, I'm in the right room, the good room. It's great. Yeah, but Jonathan is here. You know, well... The dog, the dog named Gidget, uh, compensates. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. It offsets. Anyway, so what are we talking about this morning with our bold gold digital download? You know, a question I've been getting recently a lot um, around social media, specifically around. Have you heard of this TikTok? Have you heard of this? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we had we had spoken about this a while ago, and something that TikTok's doing now is uh, television ads. And uh, streaming ads. I don't know if you've seen any of those about different uh, 
users lauding their experience and, and showing how great TikTok is. But I saw a candidate debate recently, yeah. and they were uh, speaking about the negative sides of TikTok. And some are saying, you know, it's a addictive app that is uh, controlled by a possibly hostile foreign government. Yeah. And some people are saying, well, no, it's it's a great app that you can use to uh, entertain yourself and grow your business. So just what's the story around that? So I just thought it would be a, a interesting topical uh, digital download today. Um, you know, both of those things are true. Okay. Frankly, frankly, okay. Um, you know, yeah. it is it. Uh, there, you know, if we just go based on facts, uh, the the first fact that's sort of alarming is that uh, TikTok is um, is a Chinese based company that is uh, actually not used in China. So the the Chinese people do not have access to uh, TikTok in mainland China. They're they're not allowed to use it, and so that's that's a cause for alarm. Uh, if you ask yourself the whys of that, so we'll put a pin in that for a second. But additionally, there's been a policy that's been enacted in the past year that any United States government employee who's issued a mobile phone for their job is not allowed to have TikTok on that device. Right, now, hold on a second. Let me ask yes. you a question because this this is my exposure to TikTok. Sure. And it's looking at the as reels come up on Facebook. Now... Mm. Okay. Is that the same as having a full-blown TikTok TikTok app on my phone and does that relate to those that are like you mentioned in government that are not allowed to have the app on the phone? I guess I'm asking are the same cautions? No. Okay. Short answer no. So what you're seeing so let's let's just uh be be uh clear with everybody. Um so there's this idea of just short video messaging and short video social media posts. Um, there was one company, it was called Periscope back in the day. There were short little five second, 10 second, 15 second videos of just kind of putting out quick content. And all the platforms do it now. Facebook has a version of that. YouTube has a version of that. Instagram, um, Twitter X, what I don't know what we're calling it today, but uh, has a version of that. So that's just a, a, a style of social media content creation of just short video. TikTok is specifically a platform. And when I say platform, um, you can call it an app. So in the same vein that Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, they're all separate entities. But the style of how they deliver video to their user and how the user can create content on the platform that that feeds that um, the the beast there. Well, that's uh, similar, but they're they're they they work slightly differently. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does. Because um, my concern was, are we looking at the same cautions? And it's good. No, 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 you're not. Well, here's the thing, and this is how it can apply to you. Sure. If you're a business owner, if you're, let's say, in charge of an organization. Um, you, you, it's in the news. It's in, as a matter of fact, what Jamie was talking about is in national news Correct. today, as far as the debate going at each other regarding Twitter, um, TikTok, you know, TikTok all, rather, all I'm of sorry. It. Yeah. Well, Twitter, yeah, you, Twitter, Twitter matters yeah. too. You hear That's the a cautions. different political discussion. You don't have time to figure out on your own. You're too busy running your business, too busy running your organization, um, to really sit down and digest all of this. That's why it's important to reach out to someone like the professor, Jamie Lazarus. Jamie can tell you how 
things like this impact your business. And yeah. quite frankly, there's a way to use this as a, as an advantage for correct. Business, correct. So so the businesses that you you when you see the ads that are showing TikTok helped me and improved my life and I got flower, followers and it's good. That's that's true. That's a fact. However, and I don't want to leave it out there that if you have TikTok on your phone or something that it's somehow bad and you're in danger. What you need to know if you are using TikTok as a creator or as a consumer is making sure that you have your privacy settings on your device set up correctly. For example, practically every app that you um, use on your phone, the app will ask you, hey, do you want to give this app access to your camera, to your contacts, to your location, um, to your microphone? Uh, no, don't. Do not do that. Um, because why, do you, why does TikTok need all my contacts? Why am I giving it access to that? If I want to share my TikTok or whatever content with someone that's my contact in my phone, I'll do it manually. So just be careful if you just yes, yes, yes to all of the privacy settings and things when an app sets up on your phone. Really go through that and make sure that it's sharing what you actually approve and understand what's happening. Good point. And again, the more reason why you should reach out to the professor. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Lazarus, our bold goal chief digital strategist. Find how how this can impact your business, your organization, yeah. and quite frankly, um, utilizing the safe side of things and taking advantage of this for totally. your business or organization. Yeah. Best way for uh, our businesses or organizations to get a hold of you? Yeah, I would love to set up a discovery call, an email, a FaceTime, a meeting. Just email me, digital, the word digital, at boldgoldmedia.com. People spell Jamie wrong, so digital. <laughs> at boldgoldmedia.com, and I'd love to uh, set up and help you reach your needs online. The professor, Jamie Lazarus, our Bold Gold Chief Digital Strategist, our Bold Gold Digital Download. It's 827. Silberto and friends. I believe it is our fate to be here. Thank you. I'm here all week. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. It's 8.31 now, 29 till 9. Catskills News coming up at 9. Catskills News headlines. Here's Mike Sakel. The Sullivan County Board of Elections has made available Sullivan County election ballots for all towns. Early voting at the Sullivan County Government Center in Monticello and Sullivan County Public Health Services in Liberty begins October 28th. Polls will be open in all towns and villages. Election day, November 7th. From 6 till 9 p.m., you can get to the Board of Elections on the county website through the click list at WSUL, WVOSFM, Thunder 102, and CatskillsNewsTalk.com. And an Ellenville man indicted by an Ulster County grand jury on Tuesday for attempted murder, assault, and strangulation in connection with a domestic incident in the village of Ellenville on September 20th. 35-year-old Jordan Cutler alleged to have choked his mother, then cut her neck with a kitchen knife. When Ellenville police arrived, it's reported that he told them that he tried to kill his mother. Cutler arraigned, remanded to Ulster County Jail without bail. That's what's happening. I'm Mike Sakel, Catskills News. Catskills News coming up at 9 on Catskills News Talk, 92.5-94.9. And we are heading to the Catskills News Talk line here on Silberto and Friends. I'm Paul Silberto. Jonathan Charles Fox. What? That dog named Gidget. Pastor Seth with the Restoration Church. Good morning. Reverend Dr. Meg Stapleton-Smith, St. John's Episcopal Church in Monticello. <laughs> it's, I, I, we need to come up with something short. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Rev. No. <laughs> Rev Doc. There you go. Rev Meg. There you go. Wow. And right now we are heading to the uh, 
Catskills <clears throat> News <clears throat> Talk line. Not, I, I'm clearing my throat. Okay. <clears throat> There's it, a frog in it. She is the deputy director. She is. Of Sullivan County Public Health. Yeah. We know her as the, the Tick Chick. The tick Chick. It's Jill Hubert Simon. <laughs> Good morning, Jill. How are you? Good morning. It sounds like everybody's having fun there today. I'm well, sorry I'm uh, missing out the in-person. I'm not sure fun's the yeah. quite the yeah. word yeah. I would uh, use, yeah. but yeah. we're yeah. having something here. Let's yeah. not get crazy. And I don't think everybody is quite the word I would use either. Wow. I'm enjoying the comedy set. There okay. you go. Oh, fine. <laughs> I don't know what's so darn funny. So some people are having a good time. There, there we go. go. So, Joe, okay. what's, what's happening with Sullivan <laughs> County Public Health? So lots, but first, before we get into that, on behalf of everybody at Public Health, we'd like to wish you a happy birthday. Oh, thank I you, know Joe. it's I know it's not today, but, you know, you got all sorts of wishes yesterday, so we're like to be a little bit different. And, you know, you're, this one will stand out a little bit more because we're a day late. So well, thank you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm going to use that one next time I forget someone's birthday, too. <laughs> thank I just wanted you. to yeah, stand You're just out. extending yes. the celebration. That's, that's all it is. I, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, so we had our car seat event last Friday. We had about 25 families that came and participated in that. So thank you for everybody that came uh, to that and all our car seat techs. It was a really great event. We had a lot of people come and a lot of uh, information was handed out. So we're happy about that. Coming up on October 11th, we have our last rabies clinic of the year. That's going to be at the Monticello Firehouse in the town of Thompson. Mm -hmm. Do you need to register for that so you can check out our website and register your pets for that? Let's get them safe and protected from rabies as we go into this beautiful fall weather. Even weasels? Uh, we still are running our routine vaccine clinics the second Tuesday of every month for underinsured or uh, uninsured kids who need those vaccines to stay in school. So yeah. from what you can check out, uh, give us a call for uh, more information on that. And since I was introduced as the tick chick, it's my weekly reminder that we need to continue doing those tick checks on ourselves, our kids, our pets. Um, ticks are still out there. The weather is still beautiful. The leaves are starting to fall a little bit, giving them some more um, hiding spots. So really make sure we're doing those tick checks. Use those lint rollers. That's Paul's favorite trick. So we keep mentioning that. one every time. Yeah, I'm wearing that. one around my neck as we speak. I am sorry I'm missing that, but that's I'm awesome. Sorry. I'm sorry it's not my hands. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, wow. I can't advocate violence this morning. Thank but, you. Uh, but, you know, we just want everybody to be healthy. And, you know, it's a lot of viruses and a lot of kind of stuff going around. So another reminder to, you know, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Use high, good hygiene practices. Wash your hands. Cover your coughs and sneezes. Throw out tissues. And, of course, if you're not feeling well and you can, please stay home. Um, so, A, you can get yourself better. And, B, we don't want to get everybody else around us sick. So, um, beautiful weather coming up. We really just want everybody to be healthy. Well, I, I think Reverend Six Name is a little afraid of the ticks now because Reverend, I don't think she was thinking about it. Six Name. Oh, six name. Yeah. That, that ups the three-day Friday, uh, three-day three Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. We got to oh, so our game. I hadn't thought about <laughs> that. Want, we need to want, add a few names. Hold on a second. I want to point something out here. What's that? I just want to, I'm, I'm, I'm not starting any trouble. I just <laughs> sure. want to point something out. Uh-huh. Jill, right out in front, use the term Reverend Six name. Jonathan, right out in front, jumped on that. Yeah. Pastor Seth Switzer did not defend. He just sat back and closed his mouth. Because he's wearing buffalo plaid. My Christian brother didn't defend. Me. See that, Reverend Mick? I want you to know who's got your back. Reverend Six Name. And who doesn't? I'm still <laughs> taking it in. The, uh, I'm sorry about that. But... <laughs> Don't well, you... I, think, 
I think yeah, your pastor Seth can join us for three name Thursdays, though. So yeah, well, if, yeah, there we I mean, yeah, there we go. Well, Jill, I look forward <laughs> to you being back in again when it will be again three name Thursday. Yeah, with Jonathan. Awesome. And Jonathan will be back hopefully for that one. Well, let's not go that far. Jonathan Charles Fox, <laughs> Jill Hubert Simon, Paul Frank Silberto, and uh, so we're looking forward to it. Jill, thank you again for the birthday wish. Thank you for the update, and we'll catch up next week. All right. All right. Thanks. Have a great day, everybody. You thanks, too. Jill. The tick chick, the Jill tick Hubert chick. Simon. The isn't that really Jill's six name then? The uh, there's only one Jill Reverend Six name, oh, so just, just leave it at that, okay? Stop it. It is 837. Silberto <laughs> and friends. Yeah, he is the real deal. Now, I don't mean to cuss, but that one funny. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 840. I'm Paul Silberto. Jonathan Charles Fox is here. What? Pastor Seth Switzer Restoration Church of Venezuela. I'm busy. I am busy. <laughs> for Megazine from St. John's Episcopal Church in Monticello. And, of course, that dog named Gidget. Oh, man. Since Senator Peter Oberacher is a little bit under the weather this morning, but... I understand that there's still a chance for another $100 for a single bite. The deal is that Jonathan, despite the fact that Senator has been sending Jonathan to speech learning name therapy class, That's that Jonathan time. still <laughs> messes up the Senator's name. I do not. Every time on this show, once a show, if Jonathan messes up his name... $100 goes to a single bite, and I think we're at 500 bucks for a single I bite. I have never messed it up. So, Jonathan, who would normally be on it this time now? Senator Lever Hosenpfeffer. Uh, no. Don't so tell me that's wrong. Senator Peter O'Brocker is, is off today. Oh, for goodness sakes. And there's another 100 bucks to a single bite. But I'm sorry. We're doing this officially now. It's Franklin Trapp from the Forestburg Playhouse. Who invited him? I did. Franklin, how are you? I'm doing great, and I've got a name that's easy to pronounce, and uh, and I would love to invite Senator Oberrocker to uh, the Forsberg Playhouse. Come out and see a show. You're going to love it. We'll let him know about that. Yes, so, we will. Frankly, yeah. we, were, we were talking about the Rocky Horror Show. So excited to be back. I went through the dates of the 6th, 7th, the 13th, the 27th, and 28th, and then we talked about the 14th being... Marty Rutberg from Rutberg Breslow doing the narrator role. Marty, and Marty. on the 20th and the 21st, and I've got to ask you, are you nuts? Because Jonathan Charles Fox is going to be doing the narrator on the 20th and the 21st. Well, I got to tell you, Paul, I'm not nuts. I'm a genius because I think Paul, <laughs> our Jonathan is going to be an incredible narrator. And uh, I'm really excited to see what he does with the role. Well, what so don't you understand? I hate to yeah. say it, Paul. Yeah. I'm really excited to see Mr. Fox in the role of the narrator. Well, no, I, I, yeah. wait a minute. I heard I get to wear a bustier. Is that true? <laughs> I heard Absolutely the first 10 people that not. you asked declined. You will, <laughs> yeah. What is Gidget going to wear? wear? a turtleneck like everybody else. Yeah. That's, that's all everybody cares, what Gidget is going to wear. What is Gidget going to wear? Can Gidget yeah. wear a tux? Uh. That's right. And, oh, by the way, I just got a message from State Senator Peter Oberacher, who is not feeling well. Awesome he tougher. said, another $100, nice. Nice. So there you go. All and, right. of course, I uh, keep trying. You know, State Sen uh, Senator Oberacher has been invited to the Rocky Horror Show in the Forestburg Tavern. I so. bet he'll come on the 20th through the 21st. Well, he should, because he'll mispronounce <laughs> your name. Anyway, well, Franklin, we're excited. Well, Paul, I've, Paul, I've got breaking news, and I think it's important to, to share it with your listeners. Okay, go ahead. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Um, 
So, you know, at this point, all Saturdays during the run of Rocky Horror are sold out. I wow. Sold out. All that we've got left, and we've got we've got tickets left for everybody to enjoy the show. Freaky Friday performances every Friday in October. So get your tickets wow. now while they last for the Friday performances of Rocky Horror in the month of October. You will be sad if you miss out. Yeah, see, Come go, to the Freaky yeah. Friday performances. It goes back to what Jonathan and I were talking about earlier. Jonathan said, somebody had said to him, is that true or do you just yeah, make it up? Yeah, they didn't believe me. But there you go. Saturdays are gone. Saturdays are sold out. They're Am gone. I there on a Saturday? I don't even know what days of the yes, week. Yes, you're there on one, one Saturday. Okay, good. Yes, you are. There will Absolutely. be people there. Fantastic. So only Friday performances are available. Does that include opening night on October 6th? October 6th uh, is yet another Freaky Friday performance where we have tickets available. Every Friday during the run has tickets available. Wow. But they won't last long. No, no they, won't. they won't. Go to uh, CatskillsNewsTalk.com right now. Click on the click list and the logo for the Forestburg Playhouse. Click on through. Don't miss out. Get your tickets. Saturdays are gone. Fridays are still available, but that's not going to last for too long. You got to check that's it right. out. You got to get your tickets. Franklin, thank you again. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Excited and really looking forward to starting rehearsals next week. It's a three day rehearsal right into the show. Well, I, and Franklin, just so you know, I mean, I'm going home, and when as soon as I get home, I'm going to put on a bustier and heels and, and do some practicing. Okay, excellent. That's what you practice, want me to do. Practice. Right? Practice makes perfect, there you Jonathan. Go. I think it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, but cool. they also make bad mental pictures. Franklin, we'll catch up on Monday with our Forestburg Playoffs update. And uh, we look forward to hearing what's happening in the 2024 season. But again, get your tickets now. Only Fridays are remaining wow. for the Rocky Horror Show in the Tavern, the tradition at the Forestburg Playhouse. Don't miss out on this one. one two, three. Well, we did it uh, last hour. And uh, last hour, it was six degrees of Jonathan. There were really no degrees. And no uh, uh, restraining orders. No, no, no. Although, does uh, does David Rosenberg have a restraining order against He him? ought to. By now, he does. Okay. Want to say happy birthday to David Rosenberg, celebrating his birthday today. Got a birthday? You're celebrating with Bridget Bardot. Brigitte. Brigitte, her too. 89 today. Uh, Jeffrey Jones, he was Edward R. Rooney in Ferris Bueller's Day Off is 77. Janine Garofalo is uh, 59. Mira Sorvino is 56. Naomi Watts is 55. Bam Margera is uh, 44 today. Hilary Duff is 36. And Frankie Jonas is 23. Got a birthday? Got a celebration? Let us know about it. We'll let everybody know about it. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. Click Shoutout. Get your info to us. We'll get it on for you at Catskills News Talk, 92.5, 94.9. More with uh, Reverend Meg and Pastor Seth Switzer coming up here on Silberto and Friends at 647 Great. now. Thank you for being here. Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Weather. Partly sunny today with a high of 62. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a chance of rain and a low of 49. Tomorrow, cloudy with rain, high 56. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, chance of showers, low 51. Saturday, partly sunny with a chance of showers and a high of 66. Sunday, sunny, high 72. Presently in Sullivan and the Catskills, it's cloudy and 50. Without further ado, at this moment, he keeps trying to be clever. The 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 only smart one staying out of the fray is Reverend May. That's smart. She knows better. I hate clothes, and I refuse.
refuse to put them on. Perfect. That's where the magic starts. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. We are winding things down on this Thursday morning. I'm Paul Silverto. That dog named Gidget is here. Pastor Seth Switzer, Restoration Church in Monticello. Reverend Meg is here from uh, St. John's Episcopal Church in Monticello. Why do you call her that? Uh, somebody I'm missing. Um, oh, Jonathan's here. I- I'm changing my name to uh, 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 John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith, just to be in competition. <laughs> okay, his still, name is my name, too. You still fall a few names short, though. You yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> I've always fallen a few names they're, short. They're teaming up on me now. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Welcome to our world. Make you, make you think twice about the next time saying yes so quickly when I say come back. You know what I mean? John, I will be back. I will be back. I'm and I'll be more on top of my game next time. There you I'm go. Sure I'm, I'm going to fire will. back. Something tells me that he's got. There, he's going to be no match for you when that rolls around. <laughs> <laughs> you can come prepared next I've time. I've got a couple plans up my sleeve. I can only imagine. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about the fact that, uh, Reverend Meg, um, it's really, it's only been, what, about a month? Because um, the first t- time we had a chance to meet was on August the 31st, right. which was when we then went over to the Overdose Awareness Night. Um, so you've taken over the helm of St. John's Episcopal Church in Monticello, and we're getting a chance to chat today about really getting out and getting involved in the community. I do want to have you back, and I do want to have a conversation about food pantries and the need in throughout the area. And Pastor Seth, uh, again, talk about the the exciting news the opening of the new building for Restoration Church. And then I want the two of you together to chat a little bit about really the community and what's at hand and, and really how we can reach out and help the community. Sure, yeah. First of all, I'm going to give a shout-out to Maria, who's got my back with my, with my Buffalo plaid yeah. here today. Um, and I appreciate <laughs> that. And, yeah, we're really excited um, that we are, after a couple of years of renovations and so on, we are opening up our new location at 13 Liberty Street here in Monticello. And um, if you want more information, go research.tv. And there's a big banner when you walk scrolling. It says grand opening. That's happening October 22nd at 10 a.m. And uh, Sullivan Chamber of Commerce is going to be there. And we just expect a packed house. And we're excited um, for a couple reasons. Having our own building gives us more opportunity to better serve our community. And that's always one of the downfalls we've had not having our own place the past few years. And we're grateful for being able to meet at the Methodist church and they're opening their home up to us, but having our own house, you know, there's just more that we can do. Mm-hmm. And so we are just super ecstatic and excited for that. And what God's doing, you know, again, I mentioned this earlier in a time where we've seen a lot of churches, unfortunately close around the country. Um, you know, we're one of the few that, you know, that we're actually able to expand and grow and, and uh, that's just really yeah. a sign of what I think this community really is looking for too, just a place of hope. You know? yeah. Well, it's interesting because you always point out the fact that the building is not the church. The church is the people that's right. that yeah. worship in that building. But it's interesting because it's like we're looking at two different sides of the spectrum here. Of course, with the soon opening of the brand new Restoration Church. And as you had uh, uh, mentioned earlier, Reverend Meg, Really, the the history of St. John's Episcopal Church. That's right. I mean, I you know, I th- and I do think right when we think about being a, a sign of hope for the community. Just, I mean, just Amen, right? Because yeah. that's that's really what we're what we're trying to do. Um, so much of what I think a church is, right, is there's a lot of brokenness in the world, and we're trying to say there's a different way. There's a way of love, right? There's a way of justice. There's a way of peace. There's and you're not alone in your brokenness. And the, yeah, yeah, Amen. 
Yes. And so it's and, and so I think it's it's just saying, you know, when I when I came in again to St. John's, um, I I was just struck by um, I, I've been describing it as, you know, fiercely community activist oriented. Right. That the people of, of St. John's, um, these are people who who love their community and the church in a radical way. And it is right. We have this. Not only are we, you know, the church itself is is very historic. Right. In, in Monticello. And so mm-hmm. I think has a. Has a has a tradition of being involved in the community, but also you know we're a, we're we're an Episcopal church, so you know we're a part of the Diocese of New York. We're also a part of the wider Anglican community, sort of a global, you know. So we have this like we have this these big connections and this trajectory of justice and involvement in community, and we're just sort of that like the local branch of of more of a of a global thing. Well, I, I know you're new here to the community, and we're thrilled to have you. But uh, honestly, I thought I was a sign of hope for the community. I I didn't. Gidget is the you, sign of hope no, for no, the no. I've, I've got it. No, Reverend Meg, <laughs> and, it's uh, all about the Pastor dog. Seth. I've got I've got to I've got to disagree with you there. Yeah, Jonathan is a sign of hope for Sullivan County. Here we go. Every time he crosses that border to another county. A sure sign of hope for Sullivan County. <laughs> wow, man. No. But no, Jonathan, not kidding aside, you know, you have been with us side by side through everything from our St. Jude um, radiothons and so many other events for local organizations. Yes. Again, being honored as part of Media Man when it comes to the Federation for the Homeless. And I think you can attest to this, and Pastor Seth, definitely you can, and Reverend Meg, you're going to find that. There are a lot of community needs here in Sullivan County. True. But there are so many amazing people and amazing hearts here For sure. in Sullivan County. Absolutely. It inspires me. These kinds of things inspire me to, you know, uh, go outside my comfort zone and be uh, genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and really feel things deeply. Yeah. But it's absolutely 100% true. It's one of the reasons I'm so in love with where we live. And anybody who will stop you and ask will tell you that Jonathan Charles Fox loves where he lives. And one of the reasons is the strength of community yeah. that we have here. It's, it's really inspiring. These are not words you'll ever hear me use again. So, you know. <laughs> Put a big X in the calendar. But but in all sincerity, that is absolutely true. And uh, of course, we couldn't be more thrilled uh, to have you here joining the joining the ranks and forces. And uh, I will I'll never say any of those words again. Well, I I recorded it, so I'll play it back for you later. (laughs) It'll haunt me, I'm sure. But again, I think, you know, right, Pastor Seth, you're going to find amazing, amazing people with amazing hearts right here that really want to reach out and do the best they can to help those in need throughout the community. Although I still don't know how to spell uh, Episcopalian. No, you don't. Me neither, and I'm a priest. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so again, we we will have you back again. Want to talk uh, about food pantries. Pastor Seth, we'll catch up with you uh, on Sunday morning at 7 on our sister station, Thunder 102, with Moments of Inspiration and our Moments of Inspiration update. But I want to thank you both for being here this morning. Thank you. And um, you're going to find out that this is music to Jonathan's ears. Oh, I love this tune. Because that means... <laughs> we are winding down. Here exactly. We go. Wrapping things up. Thank you, River Mike. Thank, thank you, you so Pastor much. Seth. Sure, thank you. Get to be here. Thank you, Gidget. Wow. Jonathan. 
Acknowledge my existence. I will see you next week for Rocky Horror Rehearsals. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'll be racing around Sullivan County and the surrounding area doing what I, I would say doing what I do best, but I'll just say I'm doing it. I'll be taking a lot of photographs. I'll be running around like a lunatic. And I got to go follow Gidget on Instagram. Absolutely. Follow her on Instagram. Follow her on social media. Thank you for pointing that out. She is known far and wide as that dog named Gidget. Tomorrow on Celebrate on Friends, Dr. Cecilia Spar Prasad will be in as my guest co-hostess. The professor, Jamie Lazarus, will be back. Speak to Barry Lewis. Try to find out what's in his column. Dylan Price, Catskills News Sports Update. Um, also tomorrow morning, Derek Kirk, John Farnsworth, and Rich Kiampko. Silberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9.